0: folks, welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast hosted by a couple of California twos. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna?
1: I hope you just recorded that absolute, like, grunt that I made when you said that, because I was not expecting it. I'm good otherwise, though, Dan, minus the catastrophic rainstorms, the tropical, tropic thunder that's been coming through Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, seriously. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I moved out of Milwaukee last week, apparently missing God's vengeance upon the city. Dan,
1: God's saying come back.
0: Yeah. Um, I will be Noah. (laughs) My U-Haul is the Ark. Two of each coming. (laughs) It's
1: just you, Anna, and Poppy. That's it. (laughs)
0: Um, So aside from the torrential rainstorms, you're good.
1: Yeah, nothing too exciting in my life. It's State Fair, which is, like, my favorite thing in the entire world. Mm-hmm. So I've been, you know, gluttonous, having a good time.
0: Get the the deep-fried cream puffs or whatever. I know I well, know what to get there.
1: I had deep-fried Reese's Peanut Butter Cups last week, and then we're going on Friday again because we were going to go today, but torrential rainstorms. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I think we're going to get the all-in-one deep-fried fish fry meal. Okay. Like it's like fish and potato pancakes and coleslaw all deep fried in one big wonton wrapper situation. Okay. So we'll find out. Maybe you dip it in applesauce or tartar sauce, you know?
0: There's so much happening here.
1: Lemon juice.
0: All three. Knock it out of the park. I mean,
1: all three do make an appearance during the meal, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> you know how Heinz now has those like combination mayo-ketchup? i know exactly where this is going and
1: i'm scared
0: yes you know what i think that uh should do no
1: not moths
0: combination
1: (laughs) applesauce
0: tartar sauce
1: with lemon now with a
0: tarpal sauce with lemon
1: (laughs) absolutely not
0: for fish dipping
1: only if it's got like two spouts so i can squeeze it down my potato pancakes and my fish at the same time without it touching
0: I can I can work on that. I'm an engineer. I studied science. You like
1: you like potato pancakes. I love lockies. Oh my
0: gosh! When I was in preschool, um, I think I told this story once. Yeah, I I told my preschool teacher that I was Jewish because the night before Mm -hmm. I had been making lockies with my neighbor, and I thought you could only make lockies or potato pancakes well if you were Jewish, and I really wanted to make them again.
1: I mean. Breaking news, Dan, you can make them anytime you want. What? Well no not right now. What? I don't have <laughs> what religion
0: My stove isn't working, but I assume oh, in the well. future I can make them.
1: Yes. Forthcoming California potato pancakes. Yes. You're gonna shake things up out there, but they've never had a lock key.
0: No, it's all Hollywood. Like
1: yep. Maybe in Deep Hollywood they have, but like
0: <laughs> That sounds like that that sounds like weird like Alt right no, code, I mean, like, deep there's, Hollywood. There's a
1: lot of like well known Jews in the community, you know. Yes,
0: that's true. There are,
1: and it's a Jewish food. I'm assuming Steven Spielberg has consumed at least one latke in his life.
0: Let me call him. He lives right next to me. Hey, Steve. Hey, Stevie. Steve. Mr. Berg. I have a oh, question. God. Not Mr. Berg. <laughs> um. So I hope you enjoyed our rerun last week. Of our bad movie night of Troll 2. (laughs) I have not checked the listening stats to see if anybody actually listened to it.
1: I know Gage didn't because (laughs) he said he couldn't put himself through it again. (laughs) But
0: we were joking that we had said that we were going to do bad movie nights going forward in the future when we recorded that. And then in the meantime, we have not done a single one of them. Well, we are rectifying that situation today, boys and girls,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because today is another bad movie night.
1: That sounded more like a wolf howl, but I meant for it to be a cheer. (laughs)
0: Uh, So in theory, I don't know whether or not in practice it ends up like this. Bad movie nights are our uh, goofier episodes, as if our regular (laughs) episodes are paragons of seriousness and stability.
1: So serious. Yeah. Never a laugh has ever been cracked on this podcast. Never, Never a poor joke.
0: All of my jokes are c- carefully constructed with a team of writers.
1: All, <laughs> All of, of my, my jokes are dry. dry humor humor, from the most yet? refined of palates. <laughs> uh, so, the movie we're
0: talking about today, I discovered yesterday, because Anna sent me the entire film film, in quotes, on YouTube.
1: Yes, with like only minimal ads and I'm surprised like nobody's nobody's trying to take it down. Yeah, it
0: also only has like 70,000 views on YouTube. It's not very many views either.
1: Mm -mm. It's a cult classic for sure. Yes. uh, And by cult classic, I mean at least five dudes who think they know something about bad movies.
0: Yes, the movie we're talking about is the 1990 direct to video kind of movie soul taker
1: oh it sends shivers down my spine i i'm not gonna lie dan when i showed gauge what we were watching he said is dan gonna be scared (laughs) we were concerned for you no because i will have you know oh sorry go ahead
0: this is not the kind of movie that scares me no it's jump scares jump scares are the thing that i cannot handle
1: Oh, absolutely not. Jump scares are booty. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Jump scares are booty. Oh, put That's that why a I do like haunted flip houses. Flips. I will. You will? Yes. <laughs> I'll merch. write it on there in Sharpie.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, Soul Taker, released in 1990, directed Good by year. first-time director Michael Reesey. Love his work. Uh, written by Vivian Schilling, who also starred in the movie, along with Greg Thompson, Chuck Williams, David Frolick, Robert Zedar, and the star of the film, the big man on the poster. Some would say that this was his apocalypse now. This is his West Wing. This is his The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Joe Estevez, brother of Martin Sheen.
1: Oh, the crowd goes wild for Joe. He looks just like Charlie Sheen.
0: He looks just like Martin Sheen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. But like, you know how? Okay, I'm saying you know how. So, one thing that I experience in my personal life is people constantly thinking that my aunt is my mom because of how much we look like compared to how I look like my mom. Because uh-huh. I, I look way more like my aunt. I think if I saw Charlie Sheen and Joe Estevez in a room together, I'd be like, y'all, y'all, father and son, or, <laughs> yeah. you know?
0: There is a, 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 a through line with the Estevezes of, of family recognition.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for them specifically, it's the eyes. They both have bigger eyes than yes. Martin Sheen does.
0: Um, this is, uh, Joe Estevez's biggest role,
1: maybe? Please. I'm
0: looking at his, he play. he was the voice. He was the voiceover narrator in Apocalypse Now for Willard, uh, because Martin Sheen was sick. I mean, um... Here's what it says, Estevez provided the voiceover track for Willard, the character portrayed by his brother Martin Sheen, but since Sheen was unable to do the narration for the character, Estevez was brought in to complete the narration track as his voice sounded almost identical to his brother's and was used as a stand-in for Sheen after his brother suffered a heart attack. Wow. So I guess Apocalypse Now was his biggest role, but other than that, uh, Little Lost Sea Serpent... Hell Comes to Frogtown
1: 3. Frogtown?
0: It was also released as Toad Warrior.
1: No, I like Hell Comes to Frogtown 3. I do too. very much the move.
0: The only other movie that he's been in that I recognize is not another B movie. No, I don't even know this. I thought that was not another teen movie. I don't know what movie that is. He was in an episode of Chips.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: He was also in an episode of The Brady Brides, a later spinoff of The Brady Bunch. I assume the silence is
1: positive. Yep. You know me. I just, you know, there's in every family there's one sibling, one family member who, you know, gosh darn it, they they really try mm-hmm. to be as as successful in the field as there's. I'm whispering this as though Joe Estevez is gonna bust down my door and be like, what are you saying about me? Mm-hmm. Um, there's always one weak link, you know, <laughs> the Hemsworths. There's Chris there's the other one liam liam and then there's that one who really is not into acting at all you know and with the mannings there's peyton there's eli and friend um there's, there's always that one there's all i think it's all of the um scars it's always men too i feel like it's not as often a sister like like, I'm thinking about the Olsen twins and their younger sister, Elizabeth. She's killing it. Mm-hmm. What's their brother James up to?
0: Who knows? I wouldn't know.
1: I know.
0: I'll walk around and ask everybody, are you James Olsen? Yeah. Are you James Olsen? Show me James your nose. Are you James Olsen?
1: James. Anyway, that's my thought. You know, <laughs> poor Joe. He had to take that. He, that was his cross to bear for this family. Mm-hmm. To be the worst actor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the least successful <laughs> While your brother's dabbing the sweat off of his brow with $100 bills.
0: <laughs> uh, so with music by John McCallum, the mm. movie was released on October 26th, 1990 in eight theaters. Eight? Yeah. The They Goodness. didn't have a theatrical distribution division, the company that produced it. So Eric Parkinson, who was the co-writer of the movie, um, he did the distribution himself. He called movie theaters um, and asked if they wanted to see it. And apparently the movie was successful in theaters, except for the theaters of the writer and actress Vivian Schilling's hometown, Wichita, Kansas, where it was not successful.
1: Oh, Oh.
0: <laughs> but it was also released. Okay. It was released on VHS on January twenty fourth, nineteen ninety
1: one. Um, I think I'd like to think that the video we watched on YouTube was somebody just ripping it straight off of their VHS. That is a
0: hundred percent what happened. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's no chance that I was like, mm, I bought the DVD.
1: We got the true VHS experience. I really wish it had the coming
0: soon to theaters near you.
1: I think that's specifically Disney movie yeah. oh I know that's um no, th- yeah, yeah that was I think Disney yeah coming soon, coming soon to Rent to or Road to VHS own. and yeah yeah. Uh, yeah to video and DVD yep um, so Soul
0: Taker uh, it, it, reviews of the time um <laughs> uh, an LA Times <laughs> You're writer Dan. I am compared it to Night of the Living Dead
1: mm, um, sir or ma'am
0: well, Smith or said, or both. having a small budget doesn't mean that a movie can't be fun and scary, but Soul Taker I mean, is not fun.
1: It's not scary either.
0: Yeah, TV God. <laughs> Unless guide, you're in eighth grade. Yeah, TV God gave the movie one star, uh, mm-hmm. saying that the storyline and special effects were bad, but the acting <laughs> was, in quotes, adequate.
1: I mean... <laughs> they did their best with what they had you know yeah what was her name vivian
0: yeah she was the best this actress was, in the movie
1: she poured her heart and soul into this this was her baby yeah you know she'll be darned if it's gonna make her look bad
0: yeah she was good but um, you know so the movie did win best genre video release at the 18th saturn awards
1: interesting
0: yeah um but the reason that the movie has lasted at all is because it was featured in the season 10 premiere of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, mm mm-hmm. And uh, Vivian Schilling, who wrote and acted in it, she didn't watch the episode, but didn't like the comparisons that were made between her character and Tanya Harding.
1: Oh, <gasps> not Tanya Harding. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I'm just going to say right off the bat, I'm going to open this with a little, uh, oh gosh, I'm having a brain fart. Mm -hmm. Antidote, that's the word. Okay. Uh, Now, when I was in eighth grade, I had a friend, and she introduced me to the art of watching bad movies. Before
0: you continue, I think you meant Mm -hmm. anecdote.
1: That's the one I meant. You said
0: antidote.
1: (laughs) It's an antidote, too. I'm about to relieve all your pains and poisons, baby. (laughs) Um, it's been a long day, Dan. I already told you. It's true. <laughs> drove drove all the way to work just to be told to go home. Still have to work <laughs> all day. Can't even fake a power outage. Anyway. So now, when I was in eighth grade, my friend and I watched, she introduced me to Mystery Science Theater 3000. I loved it mm-hmm. instantly. You know, there's such classics. Um, but I watched this movie. Now this one she didn't she owned on VHS. She didn't own it through Mystery Science Theater. And I watched it and I thought I loved making fun of it. But it kinda scared me when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> I was a big scaredy cat when I was in eighth grade, but uh-huh. i I, I dunno. I like it. It holds nostalgia for me for that reason. So just wanted to throw that out there since we were talking about Mystery Science Theater.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't so the movie it didn't scare me.
1: Well, I hope not. You're a full-grown man, Dan.
0: The um, only thing that did scare me, um, honestly, and this is bad because the actor has a a medical condition. Uh, I know. Yep. But the the first appearance of the the Angel of Death, uh, mm-hmm. played by Robert Zidar, um, mm-hmm. was a little frightening. He now he had a he had a condition uh, called cherubism. Mm-hmm. Which gives people oh. a an enlarged jawline, uh, and oh. it was a very much. It looked like, it looks like he has prosthetics on his face.
1: That's fascinating. Yeah. Now I'm not trying to turn this into like a medical podcast, but that is fascinating. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Again, I am not trying to like. I'm dead ass not trying to make fun of him. Like
0: no, I, I'm that's not either. Really
1: I... interesting because I definitely thought that he had had work done.
0: Yeah, because it it looks like it could be bad botox.
1: Yeah. What's it called again? Cherubism? Cherubism. Like like, like the angel? Yeah,
0: like cherubic. Cherubism. Um, Oh, But he was he had acted in a bunch of stuff. Um, Tango and Cash is one that I've heard of. That's a Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone movie. Um, Mm -hmm. He was in the Night Stalker. Uh, He was in Beastmaster Two through the portal no. of time. No. And a gnome named Norm. Hmm. Starring Anthony Michael Hall and Jerry Orbach. It's about a police detective who teams up with a gnome to solve a murder. What the wor- what in the world is this?
1: I wish I could tell you, Dan. I truly do. I, I I don't know. I don't know.
0: Ah, So soul taker. Um,
1: Yeah. Okay. I had Sorry. Heard... I'll stop Googling pictures of cherubism now.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had never heard of this until you texted it to me. I watched it for the first time. Uh, yes. And I did. It haunted me. I didn't do any research before I started watching the movie. Didn't look it up. Didn't look up any actors, anything about it. Good. First thing I thought Good. was. Who's this Emilio Estevez looking motherfucker walking down the hallway?
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, you were on the right, char- you were in the right family. Damn yes, man.
0: I was. So the movie starts out and we see, uh, the soul taker, the titular soul taker,
1: mm-hmm. Joe. Estevez. Mr. Soul taker.
0: Uh, that's Mr. Taker to you. Mm. you can- so, Mr. Soul taker was friends. my
1: father. Please call me soul. <laughs>
0: um, do you think he's related to The Undertaker in WWE?
1: I, I think it's a common last name. Okay, you know? it's like
0: a Smith or Joe yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, I think it really is, uh, yeah. That's slightly disappointing. Um,
1: <laughs> Sorry, Dan.
0: So he he's walking down the hallway, being all, all moody and stuff. Walks into who I assumed was Wilford Brimley's hotel room.
1: Hold on one second before we get into this. Dan, yes? we got to comment on the absolute fantastic editing that is sorry yes
0: every step that the soul taker (laughs) takes he flashes and disappears out
1: of view oh my god who thought this was a good idea who thought that looked good you literally can (laughs) convey the same idea by just having him walk down the hallway unnoticed yeah have
0: nobody (laughs) reference him say anything like yeah, somebody
1: walks back out of the room afterwards and people run past him as though he wasn't even there. Like, yeah. there's there's so many easier ways to convey the fact that he's invisible.
0: <laughs> so, so the Soul Taker, he goes into Wilford Brimley's hospital room. Uh, yes. And he he takes his soul.
1: I mean, that it's freaky.
0: It is. He has weird Ghostbusters power to take away souls because it comes out as a green slime onto a glow ring
1: yeah he has to like cup the ring in his hand a certain way he can't just like hold it out all willy nilly like hold it over the person he's gotta cup it in his hand like I don't even know. I wish I could explain. It's what like I'm he has a, like you're like hand. you're
0: palming a card or something. He has Thank to cup you, yes. the ring, the Nuva ring in his
1: Not in the his Nuva palm. ring <laughs> I just popped our audio. I'm sorry. I just was so not prepared. He cups the menstrual disc yes. and he places it down. Um,
0: um I, I
1: think that prop is just a
0: glow stick.
1: I mean it it looks like it's like a like a bangle or something, like a plastic Yeah bracelet and then as soon as he takes it back it is a glow stick yeah (laughs) like like cut hold hold here's the glow stick and we're action we're going again he has the glow stick things are looking great definitely believable all souls are green
0: (laughs) so after after he takes his soul and walks away we then cut to dober from coach driving down the road timely references here for a show that ended 25 years ago. Dan. Okay, it is the oldest looking 23-year-old in the world Thank driving. Thank you. A car.
1: I This gentleman is going bald and he should have just shaved the mullet off. His I mean, that's a
0: hairline has receded halfway down the back of his head.
1: His hairline didn't want to be in this movie. His hairline did not make the cut and it was not cast. No,
0: it was not. Um so so this is I don't remember his name. Let's call him Patrick Brad. Starr's voice actor um
1: oh well his his name is brad
0: okay that's and the actor
1: who name. plays patrick star is
0: bill not or whatever his i his can't name remember is. what
1: his name is no i don't think that's it no it's something
0: it's like brad. that it's bill oh, i'm thinking of
1: my bad i was thinking of the guy who um voices mr krabs and that's clancy that's brown. clancy brown my bad sorry everyone
0: um He's driving down the road, perving on 80s women with big hair.
1: Disgusting. Um, oh, God, he's so gross. Yeah. Pervy doesn't even feel like a strong enough word because he's not just pervy. He's just a trashy dude. Yeah, he's
0: actively bad.
1: Yeah. He really, he walked into this movie and said, bad guy. <laughs>
0: That's that's it, just bad that's guy. That's
1: all he said. He just said bad guy. He said, maybe I have some problems, you know, nothing a little hooking up won't solve. Ew. And he pulls a girl close. Well,
0: we are then introduced to our heroine of the story. Ew. How about what? Heroine? Our
1: heroine, yes.
0: Okay, we're introduced to the, okay, no, Brad is the heroine of the story because he's a drug he's dealer. He's the hero.
1: okay okay brad is not the heroine i won't allow it he's trash
0: um our our hero of the story um played by the writer natalie
1: she's beautiful i'm just gonna say it she's so gorgeous gage and i looked at a picture of her today hot take she's still beautiful i'm gonna
0: look her up right now because i don't know her hair
1: is gorge
0: um just beautiful yes wow she kind of looks like uh what's her name the australian woman um
1: well that really narrows it down Dan. Uh,
0: nicole kidman yes nicole kidman
1: that's the only australian woman i know at this moment exactly so. um
0: so she is she's the daughter of the mayor yes she lives in a plantation home <laughs>
1: I mean it's a beautiful home it is but we should really think of a way to re rename the
0: <laughs> this movie was shot in Alabama um was it really yeah
1: I don't know where I thought it was shot but uh
0: and she ha- is longing for her her love from the other side of the tracks one of the
1: bad boy boyfriend bad boy
0: boyfriend one of the greasers from Greece apparently
1: a walking mullet
0: yeah uh, Emilio Estevez <laughs> in Saved by the Bell.
1: Oh God! It, I tried to convince Gage that he should buy a cut-off jean jacket while we were at the state fair. Uh-huh. It did not go well. I don't know why. This just made me think of it. So, uh,
0: his, his name is Greg.
1: Greg. No, his name is yes. Zach.
0: Sorry, the actor's name is Greg with two G's.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. So they have a forbidden love. Father doesn't like it. Whatever. Gasp! Um, all of them are going to Summerfest. Which is a fair held in a parking lot in rural Alabama, apparently.
1: I mean, it's also the largest summer like music festival in the country, if I remember well. Maybe not, because of well, no, I think Summerfest has the most acts still.
0: Yeah. Well, no, obviously we'll not this Alabama Summerfest. It's the Summerfest.
1: No. Yes. He this does is... say
0: the Summerfest. Um, and they're going there. They're going to have fun. They're going to party. Uh. And it's there where Natalie, her friend, leaves her to go make out with some dude.
1: Classic. Like they do uh, so I'm she... full sorry to every single person in the world that I have done this to. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for my ways. When I was that age, I also would have left to go make out. Okay, just wanted to apologize
0: for yeah. being a hoe. I would have instead joined the local bocce tournament because I got too sick on the Gravitron. Oh that's not God. a joke. That happened. I got second place in the bocce tournament.
1: <laughs> Dan, we're we're sketchy. Never forget. We're the New not Year's the same. Play. No, we aren't. We're cut from two different cloths, but they're from the same store. You know.
0: Yeah, both Joanne Fabrics.
1: Yeah, we're Joanne Fabrics bitches.
0: There used to be a store in, in my hometown called Three Bags Full. Uh, like the get...
1: wool from sheep.
0: Yeah, that's where the name of it came from.
1: Okay. Um,
0: it's not there anymore. Oh, Rip. That's the story.
1: (laughs) Friends, friendly reminder to go support small local business. Yes. Like three bags full. Well, that got
0: torn down like 10 years ago. They built a Walgreens there.
1: I'm just saying Rip in Peace because that name is cute.
0: It's very cute. Um, Because her friend leaves, she has to go get a ride with, with Zach and his friends. You know, Brad, Anna.
1: I would never, you could not pay me money to ride in the car with Brad. He's out here doing shots. Later on, he's got an open bottle. He's snorting Coke. He's drinking Jack. I'm not, that's not the kind of Jack and Coke I'm trying to mess (laughs) around with.
0: So yeah, she has to to get a ride home with them. Five of them in the car, uh, just going for a ride. And you know who sucks as a driver because he is crossfaded and insane?
1: And also, I think that Loki, like, I think he's got jealousy issues. I don't know if it's because he is mad that his friend... Sorry, it's Brad. Spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway. I i was getting vibes, like, you know, I don't know if it's like he's jealous that his friend has somebody else to pay attention to. Or, like, if he thinks that, like, Zack's time is getting sucked up by... What's her name? Vivian's character. I don't remember.
0: Natalie. Um,
1: Natalie, that's the one. Thank mm-hmm. you. But I think a lot of it is fueled by his need to see a therapist. Oh, my
0: Lord. So much <laughs> of his life would be improved by a therapist and a haircut.
1: But, you know, oh, my God, don't even I'm I'm not coming after his hair anymore, but it's true. <laughs> I feel like, you know, in the 80s, mental health was not quite as prominent as it needed to be. Mm hmm. But uh, he could have benefited from a trip to therapy. Uh,
0: So the actor who plays Brad, he is one of Mm -hmm. the four actors in the film to have a Wikipedia page. uh,
1: Oh, God bless him. Along with
0: Joe Estevez, Vivian Schilling, and Robert Zidar. Um, He (laughs) is credited as, his name is David Frolic. He is credited Mm -hmm. as David Shark. That was his stage name at the time. Um,
1: oh God, bless him! I'm gonna just keep saying that because this man needs all the blessings he can get.
0: This was his first listed role.
1: Oh no, baby! What is you doing? But no, he was
0: on The Young and the Restless for <gasps> seven years.
1: Okay, that's a good gig. Yeah, that's a good. That's gig. a good
0: paying gig. He was in the Nicolas Cage film Gone in sixty Seconds. Okay. Um, he seems like the most accomplished actor of everyone.
1: You know what? Okay. I take back what I said. Okay, King, adjust your crown. You, you earned everything that you had coming to you after working on this movie. Yeah, he's
0: a, he's a stuntman also. Uh, he did stunts in Jet Li's The One. Um, okay. There was a movie, a Netflix movie that came out in 2017 called Gerald's Game. Uh, oh, with- isn't that Carlo Gugino and Bruce Greenwood? Um, not Molly's Game.
1: No. Hang on.
0: Uh, he did stunts in that? He's he has do- he's still a working actor. Um, he was in I'm I'm scrolling through his IMDb now. There right it is.
1: Now. Gerald's Game is based off of a Stephen King novel. Okay. I knew yeah. it. I just couldn't remember. He he was in I've never read it.
0: A couple episodes of Days of Our Lives. Uh, yeah, he, he's he been a, a steady working actor all these. a long time. Good for okay, him. Okay,
1: good for him. Yeah. Uh, he made it work.
0: And I think his father was a swimmer or something. Oh! Because he was a swimmer first.
1: I mean, what a fascinating life.
0: Um, I'm on his website now. Mm hmm. He has a, oh, darn, I was so excited because there is a part that says acting workshops. And I was like, I can get acting classes. Dan. From David Sharp. You could have taken, yes. Uh, the page is not filled out. It just says Laura Mipsel. Oh,
1: you know, maybe he, he isn't filling it out right now because of COVID, you know, maybe he was going to, and then COVID struck mm-hmm. up. So he was like, oh, can't do it right now.
0: He also, he rents out movie vehicles.
1: Oh, okay. So he is, he's getting the bread. However, he needs to get it.
0: He is a a strong actor. I'm proud of him. Honestly.
1: He's getting it. Good for him. Yeah.
0: Um, So anyway, he's driving a movie vehicle. (laughs) Uh, Some would say too fast
1: too furious oh
0: and was that
1: not where we were supposed to go i don't know where i
0: was going with that
1: (laughs) the way you said that sounded like like you know the way Ludacris says it (laughs) anyway (laughs) um
0: and suddenly joe estevez appears in the road
1: joe please get out of the road
0: Causing Brad to steer the car into the only large tree nearby, seemingly killing everybody in the car instantly. Also, there was a brief flash when uh, the Soul Taker was standing at the carnival, and or the Summerfest, uh, and he saw Natalie. Uh, and she looks exactly like a-, a woman in some sepia-toned pictures that flash on screen. Um, in,
1: One we could only assume was his lover Yes,
0: in, in his previous life Before becoming uh, El Taker de Solo I took French I apologize to anybody who speaks Spanish For my frequent I'm Botching lucky. of The Spanish language
1: I speak Spanish, I'm just gonna Allow it to happen Thank you You're welcome I, It's too tiring, Dan <laughs> I can barely speak English sometimes, and that's my first language, mm-hmm. so
0: So, they uh the crash happens, and then Candace, who was the girl uh, the other girl in the car, um I-, I was waiting for the joke, he didn't do it. Her name's Candace.
1: I don't know if I'm on the Candice dick fit you in right your now. mouth! What? there's a joke
0: what oh i just blew up my speaker again (laughs) there is a joke that i have seen on tiktok um oh god it's a youth youth joke joke. it's some it's people um send out texts to people saying do you know candace and they respond with who's candace and then they Mm. the the original senator goes candace dick fit in your mouth
1: I'm not going to lie. You said Candace, and I immediately was thinking, what Phineas and Ferb joke am I missing?
0: You don't remember that episode of Phineas and Ferb where (laughs) not going to finish that? Yeah, that's what I
1: thought you were going to say. If it doesn't involve Love Handle, I don't want it. Dude, we're getting the band back together. Oh, hell yeah. I think that's going to be the first dance song at my wedding. Wow. Gage has no say.
0: (laughs) So anyway, Candace death fit in your movie. Yes, it can. Candace dies.
1: Um,
0: And the rest of them, they seem to be fine. They're all walking around standing, but they're ejected from the car. Yes. Because what happened is they, their souls were ejected from their bodies and their bodies are now lying comatose Mm. on the ground. Iconic. So the soul taker, he takes Candace's soul. And then uh, the angel of death, Tells him he needs to get all the other souls.
1: This is not... I don't think that happens until after he tries to take Brad's soul, and he, like, puts his little paw over Brad's soul, and nothing's happening. He's, like, shaking the actor, and you can see the actor still breathing, <laughs> and it's classic and iconic.
0: Yeah, so he tries to take Brad's soul. Doesn't doesn't work too well. Um, but he ends up killing Brad uh, because he I mean, kind of, I don't know, he chokes him and takes his soul. Um, yeah, and then and then the gang, which has been cut down to three from five, very quickly.
1: Uh, Got to cut them yeah. out, you know.
0: Now now it's just Natalie, Zach, and Tommy. Um,
1: Tommy is questionable. He was walking up to random girls and kissing them at Summerfest. I was like, this boy fears no SA accusation or mono. It was the eighties. It was a different time. I... Uh, not that different. I'm still afraid of the It mono, was a different okay? time. I don't want somebody walking up to me and kissing me for a lot of it reasons. It was a different but, time. <laughs> uh, ask first, friends.
0: Uh, so the, the gang, they run into a convenience store, try to talk to the cashier. Cashier doesn't see him there. Uh,
1: Mm-mm. He's counting his coins, but, his papers. But they
0: do see an expositional newscast going on. Uh that for some reason there is a news report, big breaking news report, because the daughter of the mayor has been in a car crash and is comatose.
1: So, okay, I know she's the daughter of the mayor, but, like, that's that just feels so private. Like, I wouldn't, I don't know. She's not the mayor. No. If the mayor was in a coma, maybe, but the daughter, I, I don't know. Again... I'm never running for office. I'm never becoming a celebrity because I just don't want to deal with it.
0: (laughs) I only want to appear on the news if I am the daughter of the mayor. So I am free. Uh, The only news. Good job, Tam. I've been on E! News, though.
1: Mm, I've been on the news, but I think it was for, like, promoting a show. My friend was on the news once because she was talking about her leaky shower. Ooh. That sounds like a
0: euphemism. Nope, it wasn't. (laughs) Uh, So, they they try, they still try to um, get the cashier to notice them because after they try to call 911, of course the operator can't hear them. But the soul taker has appeared um, and he tries to take Natalie's soul. He runs up, tries to catch her, tries to get her, but he can't because she looks so much like his past lover.
1: She's just so beautiful. He can't let her go. He's like, I can't kill you. You're too gorgeous.
0: Yeah, he he grabs her, and then just in the background, slightly, you hear. I
1: can dream about you. Oh my god. I can't hold you tonight. <sighs> you know that's
0: from a movie uh, called Streets of Fire.
1: Oh. I didn't know that.
0: The more you know.
1: <laughs> Thank you. The, the more you know. Yeah.
0: So, um, Zach rescues Natalie, uh, from the Soul Taker. Uh, they run away. Tommy's alone.
1: <laughs> I mean, what is he? He's just, he's just extra that's weight. True. You know, we gotta cut him out. Rip Tommy. Uh, that's, Rip Tommy's mullet. That's what
0: they do. uh, Soul Taker takes Tommy's soul after the angel of death is like, You were supposed to get them, too. They have this weird vocoder effect going on over the Angel of Death's voice, where you can still clearly hear his regular voice, which isn't scary or imposing or anything. No. It's a normal person voice. And then it has, like, the high pass and the low pass going at the same time. But it doesn't really... It just makes it sound like they're talking through a broken microphone.
1: (laughs) I'm going to confess to you, Dan... I think part of the reason why this movie scared me when I was little is because even now as an adult, when I'm watching a movie and there's like a character that's like possessed or is becoming evil Uh and their voices get split like that, it scares the crap out of me. Really? Yes. Now watching this movie as an adult, obviously it didn't scare me, but it made me think of all the times recently when Gage made me watch all the Conjuring movies that that happened. And I just about pooped my pants because that And also, I know this is, I know I've mentioned this before, and I know that this is a heated subject because I, there was drama, but um, the voice in Us um, that Lupita does. I haven't seen it, so I'm not sure. Well, there was drama because people accused her of being like, you made it sound like people who have an actual disability and I think she did kind of like I'm not trying to point fingers at any actors you know me small town Wisconsin girl who has no money but um I if I remember correctly she did say that she was drawing on the sound from people who actually do have like those things in their throat mm-hmm. the holes I can't remember what they're called um but it's very spooky you would not like that movie no. Dan just because of the movements that are made they're very jerky herky jerky Anyway, back to this movie. That's not scary at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so Zach and Natalie, they go back to their plantation home. Um, oh, where,
1: we're getting to my least favorite part. Where,
0: uh, th- I think that's everybody's least favorite part that we're getting to. Uh, Natalie's yeah, Natalie's mom is there, and she's like, oh, come in, sit down. What do you mean? What do you mean you're being chased by a soul taker? She's...
1: Gaslighter. She's gaslighting.
0: You know what? She is being the epitome of gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Because gaslighting. Mm -hmm. She really is. There's no soul taker, you idiot. Gatekeep. You go, well, actually, girl boss. Go take a bath. Go
1: take a bath. I mean, I wish somebody would run me a bath sometime.
0: I don't know what she's gatekeeping, but something.
1: She's gatekeeping ghosts.
0: (laughs) Um... And at this point, you may be wondering, wait a second, why can her mom see them when We're seemingly all before nobody else could? At first, I thought, well, this might be a really poorly written movie, and that's why she could see them. They just forgot about that part. But that's not it.
1: Mm-mm. Dan, tell him, tell him what happened. Tell him what Brad sees, or not Brad. Zach sees on the TV. On
0: the TV, Zach sees an interview with the mayor and the mayor's wife. They are not the mayor's wife. Both at the hospital, which can only mean one thing: the woman upstairs is the big bad wolf.
1: I'm clutching my pearls. I'm gasping. I've taken to the bed. I'm shook. I'm screeching, yes. and I don't mean like screeching. I mean like screeching.
0: Yes, that woman upstairs. she is not Anna the Anna McMillan, the wife of the mayor. No no, no, no no, no, no no. She is Joe mm-hmm. Estevez, the taker of the soul.
1: Correct. She is Emilio Estevez, <laughs> Mighty Ducks coach. So
0: um Natalie is about to get in the bath. She is almost nude. She is in her underwear.
1: (laughs) Okay, we were laughing, though, at, like, how long and how many layers of shapewear this actress has on. (laughs) Like, every cut, she is, like, taking off, like, One thing, and then she still is on, like, her shapewear, and then she still is on, like, underwear up to her titties, and, like, we were dying. Yeah, she's
0: wearing eight pairs of Lycra jumpsuits underneath her clothes. (sighs) She
1: really is. She's wearing a skin... She's a a (laughs) never-nude.
0: So, um, the Soul Taker, he, he tries to convince Natalie that he will give her eternal life if she stays by his side Forever. Gross. Honestly,
1: any man that tries to tell me I can live forever but I have to stay by his side is toxic. Except for Jesus. Thank you. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, Way way to turn that. (laughs) I didn't know where that was going.
1: And I'm not. (laughs) I'm not going to hell. When
0: you said except for, I was like, what? Who is she going to say? JTT?
1: The Lord Himself. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh. My mans.
0: So so Zach tries to intervene with the soul taker, tries to fight him off, but he gets overpowered. He's he's caught in a headlock. Um,
1: These ghosts fighting really just have me messed yeah. up. I don't know why. Like, the rules of whether or not they're allowed to touch each other just really confuse me.
0: I mean, seemingly, in, in this movie, ghosts are normal, except that other people can't see them. Like, they, they don't phase through walls or anything. They just, they still have to use doors.
1: They don't float. They have to walk up the stairs.
0: Yeah. They make really loud noises with their feet on linoleum mm-hmm. floors.
1: Yeah, they're still creaking the floors. Um, Floorboards are still... I mean, I guess if you go to a haunted house, they'll be like, ooh, the walls will ooze green slime. You'll hear creaks in the floor. But, like, from who? You yeah. know, the ghost... Was the ghost getting thick? <laughs> like...
0: So, um... Natalie, in trying to save Zach, she takes her father's shotgun. um, Classic goes to shoot the soul taker. Pulls the trigger, nothing happens. But the soul. This is my favorite part of the movie. This, uh, this line where he goes, "Have you tried the other trigger?"
1: I had to ask Gage if he was being a smartass because I don't understand how guns work. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that which, either. I thought know. there was
0: one trigger on a gun. What in the world? Me
1: too. And he's like, no, no, it's two bar- It's two triggers because each trigger works for each barrel. And I was like, oh my God, that would have gone right over my head. What a highbrow yeah, joke. Yeah, that's, that's an Ivy League joke. What an Ivy League. That really has like, ha, ha, ha. Like that's the kind of laugh that that joke evokes.
0: <laughs> So she pulls the other trigger and the shot goes through the soul ticker. No problem. Indeed.
1: Why did she think a why did she think a gun would kill a ghost? She brought
0: a gun to a ghost fight.
1: She really yeah. did.
0: So instead of shooting him with bullets, she instead shoots him with her words and she says that she wants to stay with Zack instead of with him and in
1: pop pop
0: enraged This old ticker throws Zach out the window.
1: And somehow the glass of the window breaks and Zach doesn't float gracefully to the ground like I would expect a ghost to. He drops like a sack of potatoes. He does. And I'm like, wouldn't a ghost land on his feet like a cat? He'd be like, oh, let me just gracefully, like a little feather, float to the ground and land. Falling
0: out the window. Meow. Meow. Yes. Yes. Um. I can't, it makes, if he's creaking the floorboards, if he's a thick ghost, he's going to fall like a thick ghost.
1: Yeah, I guess he could be double-cheeked, yeah. you know?
0: Oh, um, I, I, we were at a thrift store today and Anna found Love that a pair like a, a pair of swim trunks that were really cool. Um, oh, cool. That were uh, a waist size 34, which I can mm-hmm. wear shorts-wise if I'm wearing a belt because they'll fall off otherwise. Um, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can't, th- those are too big. I can't wear them. And she's like, ugh. And I was like, I'm sorry that it's flat. That I'm just flat back there. <laughs> Mood. Top of my head, heels, there is no change. You could, you could, you could lay a floor by how flat my, my backside is.
1: Dan... This is another time where you and I actually are cut from the same cloth because I was just complaining to Gage about how I'm mad that wide-legged pants are coming back in because it makes me look like a baby with a full diaper.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Oh my gosh.
1: No butt squad. No butt squad. Take a seat,
0: but not for too long.
1: Because my bones will start to hurt. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh so uh, they then learned that they have to get to their bodies before midnight for some reason something that was not explained in the first two oh, thirds of the movie. yes they
1: did it's because the parents said they were gonna oh they were gonna
0: yeah they excuse were gonna me, pull, the, pull plug. the plug at midnight my apologies
1: dan lost interest during this point uh,
0: about two-thirds in i started putting my groceries away um i once i got to the hospital I, and then it kept going
1: yeah um the part where they're trying to get to their bodies goes on for an unnecessarily long amount of time, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool.
0: There's 30 minutes left. I'm sure it'll be fine. There's 30 they minutes won't. of plot left.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not like
0: there's a bunch of credits. The credits are a minute. No. Yes. Um. And so they, they go to the, the uh, hospital. Mm-hmm. Natalie gets captured By the soul taker on what is, was formerly known as the stairway to heaven, now it's the elevator to heaven. Direct quote, Led Zeppelin was wrong.
1: (laughs) Yup, I was just gonna say, there is no stairway to heaven.
0: It's an elevator, Ah.
1: because we
0: also see that Brad, he's come back from the dead as the dead. I mean, He's another soul taker, baby.
1: He, they probably took one look at him and went, "Ugh, he probably would love to take people's souls." Right? But he actually turns out to be, at the end, a little bit redeemable. Yeah, a little bit. Because they keep
0: him in the dark; they don't tell him everything what's going on. He mm-hmm. doesn't really know all the rules, Mm-mm. but he does end up helping them uh, after some Which, convincing you know, from Zach.
1: Honestly, thank God because. He's got, after, he's the reason why they're in this mess. The least he could do is help them get back into their bodies. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum.
0: Yeah, so the the soul taker, meanwhile, is convincing Natalie that, you know, there's nothing left for you in this world, in the living world. Zach's dead. Just come up with me. Gaslight.
1: Is that the only thing? Because, like, there's definitely, like, dogs that need to be pet. Tacos that need yeah, to be Yeah, I was
0: like, Ham still exists. I know. Pancakes wow, are real. Wow, Dan.
1: <laughs> We're curing depression just by listing these <laughs> things, Dan.
0: Yeah, why doesn't my therapist just tell me to go eat some ham?
1: Oh my god, mood. My therapist is like, go knit. And I'm like, Bill, my apartment has no air conditioning. It's too hot to be knitting right now. And he's like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so they... Um, They learn, Brad tells Zach um, that, so if you kill someone, even if it's an accident, you have to pay the piper, you have to pay the toll with the Grim Reaper and help collect some souls.
1: What if I pay him with a kiss instead?
0: Uh, I'm sorry, are you Tommy? Just going around kissing people?
1: Maybe, I'm asking for his consent first, you know?
0: Are, are the soul takers asking I'm for like, consent? I don't think you're allowed to do so.
1: I'm like, hey, ghost. What's good? You want a little, a little kiss? <laughs> it was a
0: different time. Ah, <laughs> different time. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Brad helps Zach go into the afterlife... Um, and rescue Natalie from the soul taker. Um, while also getting two soul rings... Which are what they're called...
1: Two glow yeah. rings.
0: Uh, to to help him and Natalie return to their bodies. Um, they find Natalie's body, put the ring on her. She's still in a coma. What's happening? Um, her pendant is a barrier between her soul and her body.
1: God for frickin' bid. Move it to the side.
0: Unclip it. Take it off.
1: Literally, take the necklace off for two frickin' seconds. I... At this point, I'm just getting grumpy.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so Zach um, tries to take the takes the soul out of her body to try and start the process again. Soul Taker reappears. Chase scene. Bibbity, Bobbity boo. Zach jumps off the roof.
1: Classic Zach. <laughs>
0: um, and then. The salt. It's is now past midnight. In fact, it has been past midnight for a while. At this point, it's like twelve oh six.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised because they definitely said they were gonna pull the plug at midnight, yeah. and apparently nobody is following through on that. And I mean, I guess like if you're a parent, you want to hold out all hope. So I guess it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Like I, you know, yeah. I'm comparing this to like. Me when I put off getting my flu vaccine till the last second because I know I need to do it, but I'm just scared. <laughs> Not the same at all. Nobody dies when I... Well... I, I almost just made a very pro-vaccine statement. I guess I could that.
0: Vaccines are good.
1: You know, They are good. I... I was feeling really triggered by some people this week, um, that were anti-vaxxing all over my Facebook. And I was (laughs) like, Whoa, I said, I did not sign up for this. Um, anyway, nobody dies when I get my vaccine. You only die if you don't get the vaccine. So, uh,
0: so the, the angel of death comes to the soul taker and he's like, yep, you, it's past midnight. You failed. Time to go in this ring. Bye-bye.
1: Everybody freaking failed. The whole squad messed up.
0: So then the soul taker gets imprisoned in one of those soul rings, gets caught in there, he didn't repay, he didn't pay the piper, he didn't pay the debt. He didn't reap the souls. Zach ends Mm -hmm. up back in his body, goes to save Natalie, seems like it doesn't work at first, and then, it's a Christmas miracle. She wakes up.
1: Literally, how... (laughs) It doesn't matter. Just just carry on. It's not even worth the breath.
0: There is one scene left. Earlier in the movie, Zach was working on a car that was covered by a bunch of cloths and stuff. And when he leaves with Brad, he leaves the hood open, which you shouldn't do. Um, Correct. And then we see the car that he's working on. It is a gorgeous, beautiful fifties hot rod.
1: Well, didn't wasn't his whole thing that he wanted to like open his own mechanic, like a detailing business, something like 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 that? Yeah. Some car, I don't, I truly don't know anything about cars, so I'm grasping at straws here. He wanted to do some car stuff.
0: He wanted to fuck a car.
1: Did he? Right in the tailpipe? Sorry, (laughs) I'm so sorry.
0: Uh, They drive off into the sunset and then into a tree. The end. (laughs) It's Soul Taker. The
1: end. They all die again. Uh, (sighs) This
0: is a silly movie. This movie's silly. It's
1: Yes. Like,
0: I'm not going to criticize the writing. No. I think it's not poorly written. I think it is, it needs another draft. Some of the ideas need fleshing out. Some stuff needs to be tightened up.
1: It gives me big, I wrote this for my college screenwriting class energy. Yes, (laughs) very much. And Pam gave me a C and put... I'm guessing you thought this was going to be easy oh my after gosh. telling me that I, after telling me that she wouldn't help me because it wouldn't be fair to the students that didn't ask for help. The end.
0: <laughs> no,
1: no, well, she loved you, Dan.
0: Yes. Um, that, yeah, I mean, it does give off that. Vibe. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, Not it. the trauma just random drama it. you brought up.
1: <laughs> my bad.
0: Um, It was, yeah, I don't think the writing is bad. Like, she's a good writer.
1: Yeah, I think the movie itself, like, is interesting to watch. It's just so low budget. That's just it. I mean, like like you said, with, like, Night of the Living Dead, just because it's low budget doesn't mean that it's going to be a bad movie. Mm -hmm. However, in this case, they spent the money on the wrong things, I think. I'm not sure what they spent the money on. But it was the wrong things. Yeah. Um, or they should have brought more ideas to the idea table, like I said, with, you know, not having to film in an empty hallway, just filming somebody walking down a hallway with nobody else acknowledging him. That'll give you the idea that he's invisible at the end.
0: Yeah, I, it, there is a big issue with the directing. This is a first-time director, mm-hmm. and it very <laughs> much shows he has did all he, these ideas he, that he's trying to throw in there, but nothing's cohesive. And he doesn't direct to the actors very well. No, um,
1: I feel like he was, well, is it true? I heard, I think Gage told me this movie was shot in five weeks, yeah. which leads me to believe that every single time they did a shot, they did bare minimum. Like he was in a rush. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: bare minimum. And like trying to get this movies,
0: done. good movies can be shot in a shorter amount of time. I think whiplash was shot in 19 days or something. Uh, Oh,
1: I love Whiplash. The music. Chef's kiss.
0: But I am now the first person to ever compare Soul Taker to Whiplash. And I will say that Soul Taker is not on the mm -hmm. same level as one of my ten favorite movies of all time.
1: You know, that's fair. I'll say it. There was a surprising lack of J.K. Simmons in Soul Taker. I could
0: have. I could have gone for the Angel of Death when he's reprimanding... It's the soul taker at the end to just go into mm-hmm. a full J.K. Simmons rant.
1: It would have been stressful. I will fuck you like a pig!
0: Please, no! Soul. soul taker, no!
1: <laughs> or not soul taker. Angel of no. death. No, please!
0: Um, but I think that like Natalie, Vivian uh, Schilling, the, the, mm-hmm. the, she was good. I think she was actually good in this.
1: She was good. I think... A lot... Like, some of the actors really killed <laughs> it. Um, no pun intended. Uh, but I... <laughs> but I think, again, there's just something about this movie. I don't know if it's, like, because it was made during... I think maybe if it was made today, it would have a possibility to be better. Because of the effects. Um, maybe if they just had, you know, more money behind it or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh cleaned up some i don't think you need the care i don't know i don't know where to begin dan i really truly don't <laughs> there's just something about this movie that makes it bad and i can't really put my finger on it
0: i'm trying yeah, there's a vibe an air about it That's just like not good
1: yeah see like it's not just like there are things about it that are really enjoyable mm-hmm. And there are things about it that just... I, I just can't specify what I really like or what I really don't. Yeah, because, like,
0: the 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 first two-thirds of the movie, yeah, it's cheesy, yeah, it's silly, but, you know, you're riding along with it. But, like, the mm-hmm. third act, it grinds to a halt. Everything in the hospital takes way too long. Like, it feel, mm-hmm. I feel like the director was like, oh, this building up great climax, everything. All the tension's gonna be up, 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 up through the no, hospital. No, I'm tired. No, yeah, <laughs> After... Basically, she goes into heaven or the afterlife or whatever that I'm like, OK, I'm done. Cut it off here. I yeah, don't care. pretty much. Um, yeah. But some trivia about the movie.
1: Yes. So, let's go. Hit me.
0: Um, The the characters in the movie are all supposed to be like 18 to 21.
1: Yeah, because they're like <laughs> college students and high schoolers, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Brad was 27 yeah. when they started filming. Okay. Uh, everybody was in their mid-twenties.
1: I mean, classic. Everybody's got their undies in a bunch with uh, Ben Platt being in um, the Dear Evan Hansen movie. And I'm like, y'all really don't know how casting works. <laughs> like, I would play a teenager. And I'm 25.
0: Yeah. I don't think I would have played a teenager when I was a teenager.
1: No, Dan. You give big off. You give off big dad vibes. On, yeah, I do. You'd be a dad or like the teacher. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So the, hip the movie, young teacher. the 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 TV reporter, the news reporter, is John Ed Thompson, who's a local news person in Mobile, Alabama, where they filmed the movie.
1: Oh, so he got a little cameo. Yeah. How fun!
0: Vivian Schilling got the story idea after she survived a near fatal car accident. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's
1: one way to handle your trauma, girl.
0: They lost half the day of shooting during the car crash scene because they couldn't get the car started.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And um, mm. uh, apparently mm. the investors uh, and crew wanted a scene in the movie where she appeared naked, I assume the bath scene,
1: um, Ew! For what? There's no point.
0: It was a different time, and they were still pervs.
1: Disgust! Yeah. Absolutely not.
0: Um, and they said it would increase sales for the movie. Uh, that sounds like a good person telling you to do that. Um, um she fought against it. Hikey,
1: no thanks.
0: Luckily, thankfully, it was not shot. Uh, and not added. Instead, it was just her and her nine layers of underwear. Uh,
1: i think the nine layers of underwear was the correct way to go because i don't care if you're just an adult playing a teenager something about watching characters who are supposed to be teens as an adult i should say because when i was a t- kid i feel like i didn't have an issue with this but as an adult watching a tv show where a character who's portraying a teen is doing something inappropriate or is being viewed in an inappropriate light makes me feel very icked yes out.
0: me too i was yeah uh, i don't watch euphoria um i walked in while anna was watching it and i was like i am so uncomfortable about this whole show
1: yeah and i know like i'm not trying to shame anybody or anything as far as like teens go but i just the sexualization of teens is too much as is even if they're being played by adults and it's just not good.
0: i think we need to sexualize the elderly
1: Whoa! 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 No! 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 Let, let's let's upshift. Let's just
0: let's shift to fifth let's gear. Let's not
1: sexualize. Let's just let's just not sexual. You know, Dan. You know, what's one of my favorite things to discuss. I don't the female gaze. Okay. You know, like that the male gaze versus like the, female
0: gaze. Yeah.
1: Yes, because I I do you know love the idea of everybody just like you know wearing a sweater and baking something and. <laughs> asking how my day was let's just do that let's just you know anyway
0: um you can't it's late th- listeners you can't see this but anna has taken a strand of her hair <laughs> and like just pressed it down across her forehead so it's my cold yeah alert. i was when you tilted your head back i was like oh my gosh you work at the ymca <laughs>
1: My name is Ralph
0: <laughs> she has it's a beautiful comb-over she's got going right now Thank
1: you it's my baby hairs I just you know I was just thinking so I was playing with them and here I am
0: um, would this movie be better worse or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as I, any I of the men
1: he, I think he might be too too cynical for this film
0: <laughs> yeah this is a this is a very sincere movie.
1: Yes, it truly is. It it does its best.
0: Even Brad, there is no stairway to heaven. Led Zeppelin was wrong. Still, sincere. God, I
1: want that on a t shirt. <laughs> I want it on a t shirt so bad. I
0: need to. I need to get the exact quote because I'm. I'm not doing it justice. It. Led Zeppelin was wrong, man. There is no stairway to heaven.
1: Wow. You hear me snapping.
0: That yeah, it's that. That's the money line, and then you can't kill a man that's already dead.
1: Oh, I think Did You Try the Other Trigger is pretty good, too. (laughs) Uh,
0: Um, Would it be better, worse than the same with Jimmy Stewart as the Angel of Death? Angel of Death. Yes, it'd be better. I Uh, think
1: it would be more watchable.
0: Yeah, I do, too. Uh, My my throat's dry, so I can't do my million-dollar Jimmy Stewart impression, but just know it'd be better.
1: I'm hearing a oh, oh
0: in my oh, oh, head. You, you have to, you, you gotta get all their souls, see? Mm-hmm, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, your soul is in Candace's body, and, and Candace's no. soul is in Jimmy's body, and Jimmy's soul no is, is in Martini's bar.
1: No, no. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm triggered. And okay, so on a scale of one to five Nuva rings, what do you give this film?
1: Five. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'd give it a one. I mean, like I said, like I like it because it does have some nostalgia for me. It reminds me of when I was little and watching bad movies with my friends at sleepovers and like pretending I wasn't scared, but actually being a little scared and like, you know, just stupid kid stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just so cheesy. Yeah. That's it. It's just so cheesy.
0: <laughs> it's silly. It's cheesy. I agree with you. But I'm gonna give it a two
1: a two, a two. Oh, that's kind i
0: enjoy i like i enjoyed myself watching it
1: oh you did, did. that makes me so happy um, oh good to, it's better than troll it two. is
0: miles better than troll 2 my lord yes. i was like because i the only thing i saw when you texted it to me i saw the name and i saw like the thumbnail and i was like oh, this looks horrible it yep. it it met and exceeded my expectations
1: Good. I literally, Dan, I have thought about that movie on and off since I was little and never watched it since I was in eighth grade. And then you were like, we need another bad movie and I'll think about it. And I was like, now's my time. And I couldn't remember. And I was like, taking the soul, bad movie, soul take, soul taker, soul taker.
0: Heartbreaker, dream maker, love taker, soul taker. Don't
1: you mess around with me. My work computer's history, because I did this all on my lunch break.
0: Oh my gosh. I
1: think it was my lunch break. Doesn't matter. My my work computers history at that moment in time was a little questionable.
0: I believe it. <laughs> Just googling Soul Soul take Baker soul baker. Soul, soul
1: baker. Movie from nineties. Bad movie. From yeah. bad movie. Do not watch. Love grandma. Uh
0: so that is it for Soul Taker. We're returning to our regularly scheduled programming next week. (laughs)
1: Um, Can't wait.
0: We will we'll be starting off uh, talking about a trilogy of films. Um, The first one is maybe the most rewatchable movie of all time. I'm I don't know. That's That's bold of
1: you to say because I watched it one time and never rewatched it. So here we go.
0: Well, we are going to be joined by I don't know uh, our friend Riley on Twitter. He's good post Riley. I don't know if he wants I think his he, full name or not, uh, but he is a I think minor, he Twitter, minor Twitter minor uh, Twitter celebrity in the uh, movie boy world. I don't know
1: how Okay, to describe
0: it. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking about the Oceans trilogy starting with Oceans 11 next week. So Get excited for that. Go get your Steven Soderbergh glasses on and Watch
1: They've
0: Matt been on. That's They've weird. they
1: uh, If you like My Matt Damon
0: glasses, if you like In Conclusion, thank you. Uh, and you want to support us? You can do so on Patreon at patreon.com/inconclusion. And we have merchandise. You can get a mug and a sticker, and soon a shirt with the In Conclusion what? logo on it. At shop.dot.wearecreativeland. Com. You can also support us on social media by following us on Facebook and Twitter at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast. You can find me Don't on Twitter. Don't be scared
1: when our ins- when all of our profile pictures are pictures of James McAvoy. That's,
0: it's, I haven't changed it. <laughs> They're staying steady. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe 86 and you can find my blog on my website dan-okeef.com Come, Anna, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Atomus prime 818 or you can find me on TwitHair at AutobotsRollOut, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll, and the O in roll, and O and out are zeros. You can also find me on my couch when the power is out at work and I have to work from home, because that's where I spent my whole day today. You heard it here first,
0: folks. If you want to find Anna, just go to her house. I'll count. be
1: here. I'm here most of the time. Her the back door is apparently always open. One, three. No, nope. <laughs> no, no! Please don't show up here. I have nothing for you.
0: All right, we will be back next week talking about Ocean's Eleven. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye. Have you begun eating acai bowls from Erhuan yet?